Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We are getting ready to go on for our official Arsenal podcast we called. There we go. How are you feeling, guys? I'm feeling excited. I'm looking forward to it. I'm pretty hyped as well. And look who's over here. I've changed my mind. I'm going home. (laughs) It's up for grabs now! Arsenal Nation. Would you believe it? Arsenal Nation. Arsenal Nation. That sums it all up. Arsenal Nation. I think it's a round of applause just for the kit, surely. Yeah, you know, yeah. I thought, I thought I'd go all out. Uh, for those who are listening to this and can't see it, I'm obviously wearing the bruised banana. Classic. Uh, it was in a cellophane packet before tonight, so... And I've you cracked it out. Busted it out. Oh, there you go, special occasion. Yeah. I've realised that I forgot my beer upstairs, so... Someone drink the beer. Emergency, yeah, breaking case of emergency. Hello, everyone, how are we doing? Yeah, you can talk, no yeah, worry, it's, it's all fine. right. Pete, you didn't know how to your decorum, you're like, oh, I don't know what to do here. Uh, no, it's cool, we're really excited about doing this, really excited. A live podcast, usually it's just four men in a confined space, you know, filling with angst throughout that hour. So, uh, yeah, this is good that there's other people here, and it feels more legitimate, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it actually started out in producer Liam's uh, shed, believe it or not, um, and it always, it's actually described as a man cave, but um, I think that just it always sounds really like a negative place. No one wants to be in a man cave, do they? You know, I mean, you can surely have better than that. Do you want to be in a man cave? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of men just going, yes, I like caves. <laughs> we haven't really evolved from primitive days, have we? I like caves still. Um, but... I tell you what, we might have started off in a man cave, but we're in much better shape here today, aren't we, Nick? We are indeed. Um, This is going to be amazing for for those of you that that don't know that might be listening to this. uh, We're going to be having Lee Dixon on. It's a special guest, which is uh, which is exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, but, But Nick, we've got to set the scene anyway, though, before where we are, because I said we start in a man cave. Today, we're not in a man cave, are we? We've upgraded. Slightly. Slightly, slightly massively. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to play it, you know, too big, though, because, you know, I've got plans to do this on the middle of the Emirates pits at some point. So, true, you know. true, true. But we are actually at none other than Camden Town Brewery. Yeah, it's very nice here as well. It's my first time here. And do you know all of those people that said that we can organise a podcast in a brewery? Yeah, I know. And Wrong. <laughs> we've done it. We've done it. I'm sure that's not the saying I've heard. No, no. So, <laughs> podcast is sorted. <laughs> 
Right, shall we get uh, the third member of the team out? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Um, well, listen, he's a, he's a former Arsenal Invincible. Well, still an Arsenal Invincible. You never lose it, do you? Um, his name is Jeremy Aliadier. <laughs> Anything for me? No. Uh, cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Um, listen, lovely to see you. You too, guys. Nice, nice to see you all. He's, he's perked up slightly because well, I've got to be honest. I like telling the truth. You know, uh, earlier he was he was a bit moody. He's like, oh, I'm a bit tired. You know, he's had a pizza now and uh, he's sorted himself out. Now, this is one of the first podcasts as well that we've done since the podcast has actually been out as well. And I was telling you earlier that my mates that have listened to it are all very complimentary of your accent. They're like, yeah, Thank his you. accent sounds the nuts, mate. Yeah. Uh, and Jeremy was like, yeah, cheers, cheers. Yeah, it's uh, all them years with, uh, with the Arsenal boys uh, at the academy. That's it, just, in, just it, literally injecting you with a, a, a bit of a London Cockney twang. Yeah, that's you it. Because we, we did coin the term Fringlish before, but uh, I think it's more Frockney. Because <laughs> it's, it's a bit of a French Cockney twang, yeah. isn't it? A Frockney. He, he was Hector Bellerin before Hector Bellerin. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> so it's a little bit like that. Uh, right, well, I reckon we should uh, get our guest on. What yeah. do you reckon? I mean, I have been so hyped about this. In fact, producer Liam, before we um, get our guest out, who everyone knows who it is, because I've already said it, but... Winterburn said he might come tonight. What's happening with that? Is he? He's moving house. Oh, yeah, Literally right. moving house, yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, anyway, let's get our guest out. Put your hands together, please, for Lee Dixon. Good to see you, mate. Talk, talking to man caves, you've had me locked in a cupboard for about... <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen it up there? <laughs> Absolutely minging. <laughs> and, and he still had his pizza. I know, my pizza. Have you got my pizza? <laughs> <laughs> someone nicked his pizza. There was one floating around, and I think someone's had it. Just can't get the staff. What, what did you order? <laughs> I don't know, one with anchovies on it or something. I don't Anyone, know. Who's had anchovies in here? Uh, which one of you is it? I'm on the smell your breath now. <laughs> <laughs> For anchovies, that is. Right. Um, well, listen, it's lovely to have you here. Um, Great to be here. I've, I've got a... I can't just... believe you invited Nigel before me, though. No, 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 no. <laughs> Nigel got invited. I've got to get, I've got to get something, that's why I'm getting up. Nigel, Nigel got invited to come and watch, and then he didn't want to know because he wasn't part of it. Right. Carry on. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this is seamless, so... <laughs> it's fine. No, uh, um, no uh, yeah, I, I have now worked with two of the Arsenal legendary back four. Right. And I saw Tony Adams knocking about in the stadium once, so I've basically done two That's and a half. Right. <laughs> so, right, there's a question for you. I'm turning the tables. Oh. So, that, to fill that fourth spot, would you go Steve Bold or you go Martin Keown? <laughs> See what I did there? There was, there was a bit of rivalry there when they were playing, weren't they? Do you know, I, I, I mean, I don't think either of them know who I am or care who I am, <laughs> but I don't want to cause any offence, but I'm going to plump for Keown. I can't yeah, believe I he said that. What's the plastic bat for? <laughs> <laughs> Don't let, this isn't going out live, is it? <laughs> it? He'll be round here now from Oxford driving his car down mine. <laughs> Did you all win a competition to be in here tonight, or is it...? You walked in freely off the streets. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come to the oh, car? Right, Lee, uh, I've got oh, a present for you because it is, it is almost Christmas, so this oh. is for you. Thanks. Can I open it now? Yeah, of course. We want, yeah, we want to. Yeah. Explain what you're seeing. Oh, no. Right, it's a red 
wrapping paper. Yeah, you Obviously don't need these, yeah. Very, <laughs> very cheap. <laughs> yeah, that Europa League budget, eh, guys? Can you, <laughs> can, you, can you smell the anchovies on your pizza yet? <laughs> it's a bit... It's a bit of, it up. This isn't a euphemism, but it's a bit of a floppy pizza. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, it's a programme. Right. Is, it, is oh. it meant to be open at that? Well, oh, there we go. Oh, look. I look like I've got wind or something. Let, <laughs> let, let our lovely audience see what you've got. Centerfold. Yeah. yeah. We don't mess about on here, I, I tell you. I will tell you where the staples are. It's a classic <laughs> Arsenal programme with a centerfold is none other than Lee Dixon here. <laughs> Looking... Oh, would you say you look dashing or um, no, just I, regular uh, handsome in that? I look quite young, don't I? Young. Yeah, yeah. we're very young. What Good adjective. Any, Anybody know what year that is? Ooh. Oh, hang on a minute, it's on the front yes, of the Yes, Yes, <laughs> Is he? It's how many is? Hang on. It says... No, he's got it. No, did you say 92? That's 92, kid. Right. Yeah. And for that, you win absolutely nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you're already eating your prize, in fact. He's eating pizza. No, he's eating my prize. <laughs> Am I supposed to look at these as well? Well, if you want. I just, like, produce, I just keep these, do I? Producer Liam spent a long time in a charity shop finding these, so, wow. uh, like, you got That's, anything to say to him? I like that one. No. Look at it. These were a picture of me and Righty hugging. That's when Righty had hair. And kissing, nearly. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, like, I'm not, not going to kiss him now because he stinks in the jungle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> as we recall this, <laughs> he's currently in the jungle. Thanks for that, so. lads. I really appreciate it. That's all right. Merry Christmas. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, we're on a night out tonight here, as, as, you, as we've already touched on. And mm. I'm sure you've had some legendary nights out with, uh, oh. with that Arsenal squad that you were in. So, so just tell us about a few stories that spring to mind. What, what do you mean, Tuesday Club and all that? <laughs> Everything. Yeah. Any, no. Anything you're comfortable Tuesday talking about. Tuesday Club is a night at Weatherspoons, yeah. by the way, just to be clear. I'm no, the, sure the, be the beauty about Tuesday Club was that um, everybody thought we used to go out every Tuesday and get absolutely left-handed. <laughs> and that's not the case, because we went out on Thursdays as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we didn't... We didn't act, is that mine? No. <laughs> More pizza arrived, it's not mine. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, but we used to, basically, what it, what it boiled down to, we used to look at the fixture list and say, right, is there a time where we can have a team bonding session? And it was normally Tony who would look at the fixture list and go, <laughs> we've, got a, we've got a free week there and we haven't got a game till the Saturday, so that's cool. We can, we can go out on the Tuesday. So, and every Tuesday was a fizz day, so George Graham used to have us in to do a physical at Highbury. So running around the, the track, doing uh, lengths of the pitch, halves, horseshoes, all that. Like, and then go in the gym and do a load of weights, then have a little five-a-side, and then we'd be done by 12 o'clock, 12.30. And so we'd all drive home. But it was a bit of a giveaway, because when we came into training in the morning... George used to come in with his kit on, looking a million dollars, and stroll in and go, morning, boys, and we'd all have our, like, best shirts on and our, you know, we'd look the million dollars, and he'd go, oh, you're all going out, are you? And we'd go, no, no, just... <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, 9 o'clock at morning on a Tuesday. It's a bit of a giveaway. And we used to... That, that's when we used to train, and then we used to go to the Bank of Friendship pub around the corner from Highbury, have a few pints of Guinness, play darts with the locals, have a really good time. Then we used to go into, our, you know... Going to Covent Garden, a bit of a thing then it was, a bit of a scene. I don't know if it is now. Anyone go out in Covent Garden anymore? No. And uh, we'd go out and we'd go to TGI Fridays, have a few beers, and then 
kick on to some random wine bar somewhere. And at about, uh, probably about seven, eight o'clock, because we've been out since one, I'm not a big drinker, so <laughs> seven, seven, eight o'clock at night, I'd be like absolutely battered. I'd be like, right, I've got to go home. So I'd go back to, so I used to live in St Albans then, so I'd go back to St Albans and, um, and I'd go, you know, turn up and my wife go, have a good night, yeah, and it was like eight o'clock and I'd go, yeah, oh, I'd fall asleep. And then we'd be off on the Wednesday. So I'd go and play golf on Wednesday, go to training Thursday morning, all go back to training, see all the lads. And we go, uh, did we have a good night? I can't remember. And then, <laughs> and then the A team, who I obviously, I wasn't in the A team, that was made up of Tony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Correct, yeah. Dennis Burkant, because he wouldn't fly as no, well. Exactly. <laughs> um, so the A team was obviously Tony Adams, Niall Quinn, what a drinker he was, by the way. <laughs> Incredible. Boldy was kind of borderline A-team, and then whoever fancied themselves to be in the A-team on that particular night, and they didn't normally last that long. So, coming to training, and then we, Tony would be late for training, so we're like, right, where's Tony? So we kind of go, next minute a cab would turn up, and we'd be playing uh, Tottenham on the Saturday or something, or whoever it was, it might be a big game, and the, turn, the cab would turn up at uh, Thursday morning, so we, one of the lads would go out and Tony would be in the back of the cab in the same clothes that he had on on the Tuesday. <laughs> so we, I'd gone home, went to bed early, played golf the next day, went out to the pitches on the Wednesday night and then came into training on the Thursday and Tony was still out from the Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> so we'd come in, he'd, we'd dress him, put his kit on and go out training and try and hide him in the middle of the... He won't mind me telling you this, by the way, because it's all part of his, you know, his, his therapy and everything to talk about things like this. So I'm not telling tales out of school. And then we kind of get hold of him and then we go out jogging <laughs> for the warm-up. <laughs> so we'd have him like this. You can't see this at home, but I'm now jogging on the spot <laughs> with Tony Adams on my arm. And I'd have to get round him and, and George would be like that. And he'd see Tony bobbing up and down in the middle and he'd be going... He'd go, Tony, get in. And he'd send him in because he knew he wasn't fit for training. And then we'd train, train Friday morning. Tony would come in, he'd be rubbish. And then we'd play Tottenham on the Saturday. And me, Nigel and Boldy at the time would spend all game trying to dig Tony out and stop him making a fool of himself on the pitch. <laughs> and then I'd be absolutely knackered because I was covering him. I was trying to stop whoever it was on this side and covering it. And then in five minutes to go before the end of, of the game, the sponsor would go, and today's man of the match is Tony Adams! <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I look at Baldy and I'm going, I need to drink more. <laughs> He'd win man of the match every week. Unbelievable. Um, now, that was a long-winded answer. I'm sorry, they're not all that long. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to be closing that soon, but we didn't like that. Great story. Now, you guys were actually teammates at one point as well, you and Jeremy. Um, with all of the uh, Jeremy's ex-teammates that we've had on the podcast, we get them to kind of give us a, a, their, their first impression of what Jeremy was like, and I think we'll as do As a it... player? Uh, and as a bloke, if it's worse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll take that one as well. Um, and then probably, Jeremy, your impressions of Lee after that as well. Just yeah. a chance to dish some dirt, really. Yeah, out. yeah. We'll take dirt yeah. from anyone. Um, right, well, see, we do, we do player first. I was always, um, I always tried to stay away from him in training. He was one of them. Because he, he, he smelt, yeah. <laughs> no, because he was obviously... I Stay away from the fast guys. My coach, when I was at Berry always told me to stay away from the fast people. 
which, as a fullback, is quite difficult. <laughs> that's kind of like their game. So it was kind of, and I wasn't slow. I was quite quick actually. In my heyday, I was reasonably quick, and I was quick of mind. So I kind of made up for it. But ultimately, playing against someone like Jeremy and Thierry, and they just ruin you in training because it's fun to them. To, to make me look stupid. <laughs> my weapon is obviously a massive big set of studs on my right boot. That's so, why I'm surprised. I'm surprised that you, that you said you were trying to get away from me. I thought you wanted to kick me all the time. I did. <laughs> no, but I, no, I knew if I went near you, I'd have to kick you. So I tried to go away, away. and mark somebody else. So if you were on the left, I would go on the right and vice versa. So that's kind of like my, my fear of him was from day one. So you can spot the fast ones straight away and just stay away from them. As a bloke, he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what about you, Jeremy? What were your first impressions well, of late? Uh, you know, I was really young, obviously. How so old the, were you when you signed? Cause 16. Were you? So I was, yeah. But I, I and that year, I trained, year, remind me that year, because... 99. Good year. Good year, Will Smith, Man, you won the treble. Well, uh, not, not good year. Uh, not, that great, yeah. <laughs> not talking about football here. I was also 35 then, so... That's why I was staying away from you. <laughs> how, how old are you now, Jez? I'm 36 now. So you, he's only a year older than you were back then, imagine that. Yeah. I'll work that one out. We do your maths, so you don't have to, guys. Let's have a roll. Um, in episode one, you actually mentioned, it's funny you're talking about the kicking. In episode one, you mentioned that. Like, you can remember your first training session vividly, and it was like, Keown and Adams screaming at you and Lee Dixon just kicking you. Yeah, and, and screaming at me as well. Run the channel, make a run, so he could just, you know, whip it on the side and then I, you know, which isn't... I was 16, so I just sh shut up and make the run, you know? But though, you know, part of the education of young players when they're coming into a, a, a seasoned group... In 99, obviously, we've won a lot, an awful lot of yeah. stuff, so we were... And as I said, I was 35. Nigel was 35, Tony Adams was 32, 33. So we've got a lot of senior players there. For a young lad to come into that environment is, is really scary. And, and um, Arsene Wenger always says about young players that when they come into a dressing room, they have to, they have to make a stance, they have to be heard. In, otherwise, you just get completely overtaken by what you're, what, what's in front of you. And yeah. what's in front of you is an intimidating environment. You're given no quarter. You come in there and you've got to hit the ground running. Or, and the lads work you out straight away. As soon as your first training session, they go, he can play, he can't play. So he's... So if, if you can play, you're in. You're in the group. If you, if you work hard, you're in the group. If you fall down on any of the, the, the box ticking, then you're out. And that's how it has... Professional sport is like that. So for a young boy to come into that environment... It, I, I've been there myself. I, I've trod the boards and it's, it's, it's not easy and it's te terrifying at times. Yeah, I've, I've said it many times uh, before to you guys that I was, you know, I was scared before going to training with, mm. with them guys, but I've always said as well that growing up with them, with you, Tony and, and Martin, I, I've learned so much and I'm, you know, I feel really grateful that I've played for the club at that era because mm. You see the young player these days, it's not the same, you know? Yeah. That education that they get off the pitch as well as, as young pros puts them in, you know, the, res the respect that they have to have for, or that's kind of ingrained in them to, to not speak out at certain times, to respect your elders, to go into a we, we, You know, when I was at Burnley and I was the same age as him going into my first pro club, if I walked in the first team dressing room 
and didn't knock on the door, I literally would get hung up on a peg for an hour. <laughs> you know, and I'm not saying we go around hang, hanging young boys, <laughs> young boys and girls on a peg, just like to point that. Hello. <laughs> I'm just saying, but there's an, ed, there's an education and, a, and an understanding from the youngsters that that's how you behave and you have to, you have to earn your respect going into a, a first team dressing room. It's not like that now. Mm. And you can, you, as I was coming to the end of my career, you could see the change of, the kids didn't do the boots anymore. You think, well, it's not a big thing. It is a big thing. Because mm. they took pride in making sure at Christmas time that those boots were as shiny as they could be. So when you give them to your pro and you go, there's your boots for today, you go, oh, and you get 50 quid off your pro for Christmas to go home to your family. Little things like that are all part of the, the learning curve that you have to be on in order yeah. to be a pro. There's a great saying about hunger drives performance. And I think if you're hungry, and you... You haven't had your pizza, have you? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was hinting at. Yeah. <laughs> My performance is dipping, I'm telling you. Listen, get him on Freddie's coaching staff. He'll have him doing the boots in no time. It'll be lovely. Uh, right, we're going we're gonna to get one of you involved now. Uh, we've got a quiz. We, so all throughout the pod, we're going to have uh, an audience member going against one of, one of the panel. <coughs> and uh, the first one, of course, is our, our illustrious Lee Dixon here. So who would fancy going up against Lee Dixon? I'm not going to tell you the subject until you're up here. So I'm rubbish at quizzes. You'll beat me. Whoever yeah, it is will beat me. I'm come rubbish. Come on, hands up. Who wants go to go? On, go on. Right, come on. Uh, up, up you come. come. Come up here. Come on that chair there. There's a, there's a microphone there. Yeah, round of applause, Lee Carr. No, no, not that one yet. Right. This one now. It's the, it's the quiz. Is it Arsenal quiz? It is. But like, I'm, 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 I'm quite. There's, there's a microphone behind you. Just grab that mic. And what's your name? Theo. Into the mic. Into the mic. Theo. Feel. Is the mic on? Is it on? I don't know. There is. Yeah, it's on. We're getting the nod from the technical people at the back. Okay, and what are you going to sing for us? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm a bit... Because of the seating arrangement, I've got Lee on one side of me and then Theo's down the other side. So it's like I'm trying to stop them from seeing the paper. But basically, this is a sudden death. So if you can't answer, you're out. Brilliant. Uh, And (laughs) you need to tell me um, the team... For the starting eleven, Arsenal four, Everton nil, third of May, nineteen ninety-eight. Lee, you can go first. Me. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Correct answer there, Theo. Tony Adams. Correct. Yeah. I've dropped me pen. Back to you, Lee. Dave Seaman. Correct answer. David Seaman is there. Burkham. It's gone in for Dennis Burkham. I can tell you, Dennis Bergkamp is not on there. Oh. He's out already. Wow. Look at that. He's out already. <laughs> I was you played it. it. <laughs> I was definitely struggling from then on. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'll just give you the team quickly. David Seaman, uh, Lee Dixon, Nigel Winterburn, Martin Keown, Tony Adams, Patrick Vieira, Emmanuel Petit, Mark Overmars, Ray Parler, Christopher Ray, um, uh, Nicholas and Elka, Christopher Ray, Steve Bold, David Platt, and Ian Wright. Yeah. 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 So, um, Theo, you had one shot at it and you blew it. <laughs> Lee Dixon is your winner, people. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't won a pizza, have I? <laughs> no. We are still waiting for this pizza. It's, it's a, Pizzagate again, it's isn't it? A, it's a theme, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
It's, uh, luckily, it's not a uh, lasagna. No. Uh, we're pretty good at making them. <laughs> we're going to have to move it on to, to your, your big question, mate. Um, so, yeah, let's run it. Johnny's question. Johnny's question. What's it going to be? I mean, all of the money went into that. <laughs> um, that's where the cash went, guys. Into Johnny's jingles. All right, so this is your Johnny unfiltered question. Well spent. <laughs> this is the point of the show where Johnny gets to ask a question that none of us have seen before, including producer Liam, so he could say anything. So buckle up, Lee, because it's going to be for you. Oh, it's me, uh, is it? Right. It is for you. Um, is this the pizza? Hang on. This is the pizza. This oh. is the pizza! <laughs> Oh, no, not, not with cheese on. Oh. <laughs> it's a joke, it's a joke. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my big question was, is that your pizza? It is my pizza. <laughs> um, actually, yeah. right, now, this is my big question. I'm known for asking the real killer questions anyway, as listeners to the pod know by now. But we have a number of successful rap slash grime artist fans like Wretch32, for instance. Oh, yeah, no, you Shout out to Wretch. Yeah. Yeah, Lee Bizzle, big Arsenal fan. Bizzle. Yeah. What's up, Bizzle? Um, Lee, you strike me as a big fan of grime. Uh, <laughs> big fan of crime. Is that how you want to describe Martin Keogh's Michael Jackson? Let me stop you there before you go any further. Could you explain what grime is to me? And do, then... do you know who Stormzy is? Yeah, that guy. That's, that's grime. That guy. guy. Is that grime? <laughs> yeah. That right. guy. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, that guy. Uh, now, that's grime. Or, or even rap, yeah. And um, as I say, we've got a number of prominent Arsenal fans that are rappers. Right. If you were a rapper yeah. or a grime artist, yeah. what would your grime rap name be? It's a great question. I mean, it's, it's a tough one to answer. Um, oh. So I would go... Uh, <laughs> give me a couple of examples again. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you say? Storm, 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 Storm Storms. <laughs> yeah, Storms. Uh, Red Free 2. Skepta. Uh, yeah, Skepta. I'd call myself... I'd call myself... <laughs> <laughs> I'd call myself Dikarnovic Ooh. 2. Dikarnovic 2? Yeah. See? See what the I did there? Too. No, I don't <laughs> see what you did there. <laughs> Anyone get it? There'll be someone listening to Pod going, I see what he did there, yeah. <laughs> well, the two's obvious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dikarnovic is nearly obvious for the first bit, because my nickname was Dicko. Yeah. yeah. And this is the random bit. Right. Tony Adams calls me Dikarnovic. And to this day, I have no clue why. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good enough for me. Good wow. stuff. Okay, so it's good. I like it. I like it. I'm a bit of a successful question there. So, <laughs> Dick Arnovich, too. New album dropping soon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do the voiceover for it. Right. Um, we've got a programme, actually. It's not one of the ones that we gave you as a gift, but you can also have this one as oh, well. Oh, brilliant. Thanks. Um, on, on the front of this one, it's a, a picture of Merson in the uh, legendary kit that I'm wearing right now, yeah. but uh, he's got long sleeves. Uh, and I've, I've only got the short sleeve one. Uh, 1992 against Coventry City, and you actually did an interview. Did I? In this programme. Yeah, I'll find it in a minute. Just, again, talk amongst yourselves while I look through the whole programme. <laughs> so you didn't think of just remembering the page number. I haven't actually <laughs> opened it to look properly yet. Uh, there we go, I found it. Okay. Right. Okay. Oh, God, you're going to ask me questions about yeah. that. So we want you to see if you can remember the answers you gave. <laughs> In this interview from, as I say, 1992, uh, November the 7th, 
3 p.m. kickoff, rare on a Saturday yeah. uh, for Arsenal these days, uh, against Coventry. Right, okay. Favourite away ground was one of the questions. I would have said Goodison Park. Do you know what's funny about that? It's the wrong answer, and it's actually the enemy of those guys. You said Anfield at the time. Did I? Says it here in black and white. <laughs> the lovely picture. I, I swear to God, I must have been drinking that week. Because <laughs> I hated Anfield. Was this match on a Wednesday? I, I hated Anfield because it was, we never used to win there apart from the famous, one. The famous yeah. one. But my favourite away ground was always Goodison Park because three reasons. We always used to win there. I always used to play well there. And it's obviously almost a, a replica of, of Highbury because mm. it was the same architect. So that's why it was my favourite ground. So he, that bloke there, he's lying. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit like Benfica now, isn't it? Benfica's like the same as the Emirates. Yeah. Benfica's ground. And if you didn't know, it is. Anyway, uh, next question. What do you eat for your, for your pre-match meal? Well, the actual answer <laughs> might not be on there. Pre-match meal was always uh, ham, cheese, omelette and beans. <laughs> we'll give him that. We'll, we'll give him, give him that, that yeah. because the answer is actually eggs and beans. I mean, your farts must have been rancid. <laughs> <laughs> must have been next level. Yeah, but it was all right because I used to room with Dave Seaman and he had, he had eggy farts as well. <laughs> he basically, we had the same meal. Were well, we you like connoisseurs? You'd smell each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a fine year there, Dave. Fine year. Do, do, do you know what's funny? Me, me and Jez went through these questions before we started recording. And Jez went to me, God, when I first came over here, all these players eating eggs and I beans. I remember that, actually. Yeah. I remember you guys eating beans, and I thought, yeah. what's that? I've never seen beans in my life. <laughs> came from France, See, if, we, don't, we don't have if beans. If I'd have had a few more beans on that in the semi-final against Giggsy, I would have caught him. But... <laughs> Jet propelled. Uh, best country you visited? Australia. Oh, the answer in here is Tobago, mate, I'm afraid. Sure, that is me. Fact file Lee Dixon. Well, it now says. you've said Tobago, it was a lovely place. <laughs> <laughs> right, next question, because we've got to rattle through these. Uh, best moment in your career? 89. Yeah, league title in 89. It was an easy one. Worst moment in your career? Semi-final Tottenham. Oh, interesting, because this answer says getting a free transfer from oh, yeah. Burnley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. For, for all the Claret fans who are listening to an Arsenal podcast, <laughs> what are you doing here? Um, Favourite TV programme, OK. <laughs> what did you say back then? Well, is this 92? This was I 92. I would have said probably Hill Street Blues. What even is that? <laughs> <laughs> you remember Hill Street Blues, Jasper, don't you? Oh, you're very... There must be another 50-odd-year-old bloke in here. No, no-one's vouching for you. The actual answer you gave, unbelievably, is Coronation Street. <laughs> is it, did you answer these questions? <laughs> did I know you in 92? <laughs> She's got the programme at home. Favourite film? Still got it. Airplane. What an answer that is! Wow. He's remembered! Wow. Great answer! <laughs> um, right, we'll rattle through the last few of these. Uh, Favourite musicians? Stormzy. Dick Arnold. Favourite musicians? I, well, I was a bit of a rocker, so I would have... Uh, 
I would have probably said, I don't know, Deep Purple or Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd is what's written down in here. Yeah. See? It's a good memory. You're pulling it back. Right, I'm going to skip the next one because it's boring. Uh, what would you be if you weren't a footballer? Golfer. Someone in the audience knew you. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Straight That's my in. brother. Right. Uh, if you won a million pounds tomorrow, what's the, f the first thing you would buy? It's an interesting that, answer that you put really in. Is that a question? I'm not making them up. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're in here. A million yeah. pounds. <laughs> what would I buy? You wouldn't get asked for a million quid, unfortunately. I have no clue what I would have said there. Well, do you want me to tell you? I'd have probably, I don't know, bought a dog sanctuary or something. Okay, that's interestingly not the answer. You <laughs> the well an done for trying to act really philanthropic. <laughs> the answer that Lee actually gave was buy my house off the council. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened to your dog charity? No, no. <laughs> Not actually, that was actually true. <laughs> wow, that was, good. that was a good section, wasn't it? Really enjoyed that. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, right. Uh, actually, yeah. I, I, I wanted to speak to you about um, your wife's charity, actually, mm. something that's really important to you. So just tell us a bit about that. So, my wife has um, she's been a dancer all her life, uh, started off ballet, broke her back, and then went into contemporary. And she set a dance company up about 20 years ago, and um, and it's her 20th year this year. So then she's got a charitable side to the dance company that um, it's called York Dance Project because her middle name's York. So that's where it comes from. And she basically this charity now they, they create workshops, go into um, inner city schools and do dance workshops centered around bullying um, and get these kids to express themselves in, in, in the form of, of movement and dance and, and try and talk them, talk them through their, their problems and issues at school and, and use movement as a, as a vehicle for that. And it's been brilliantly re received. We do a load of fundraising and Q&As and we do uh, pies and pundits and dinners and, and all sorts of stuff to raise money for this, to keep this charity going. Because the Arts Council is obviously um, got a million things to fund, so trying to fund projects like this is very difficult. So that's kind of where I, I come in and, and try and get my you know celebrity friends. And I'm always asking favours from them. Can you do this? Can you do that? They're getting sick of me, but I'll just keep <laughs> plugging away. But thank you for bringing it up because it's um, it's a great it's a great it's only a small dance company, but it's she's dancing at the um, at the Royal Ballet in May for a second year. They've got a week there. And uh, it's a great dance company with this charitable side that we're all um, all trying to help. So thanks for bringing that up. It's a, it's a really good call. Yeah, yeah. Lee Dixon, everybody! There we go. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, right, we're going to do um, a little bit of Jeremy, Jerry, you. So uh, before I explain exactly what it is... Uh, <laughs> I laughing, we... <laughs> but Don't worry, they're gonna... it's coming. It's coming, guys. Uh, we're going to hear the, the jingle. Jeremy, Jerry, you. I don't want to hear any slating <laughs> of the singing. <laughs> you know, that, that is craft's work yeah. at its finest. Someone's just said, who's singing there? You don't need to worry about it. It's someone, <laughs> someone professional. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Top notch. Um, right, we should explain exactly what the feature is. Um, it's basically, um, we have a topic for Jeremy, and then Jeremy tells a story to match the topic. Um, so, yeah, Christmas party. So, only boys. Only the players, no, yeah. no wives allowed. So yeah, so um, we were going to a restaurant in uh, Piccadilly Circus. Okay, so it's proper. Yeah, it's right. like central London, right? Okay. Yeah. So Saturday night, well, yeah, it was Saturday night actually after after a game. So who, who, all... do you remember who we played? No, I can't. I can't remember. Did we win? Yes. Yes, we won. Okay, all right. Trust me, the night was so good. We must have won. Yeah, <laughs> it was. So um, yeah, so we. All, you know, after the game, all went home. Said, "Yeah, you know, we've got the old, old restaurant downstairs for ourselves. So, you know, wife, just dress, you know, casual. We just have a laugh. Just the boys. No one, you know, no one else. So, all me at eight o'clock on Piccadilly, you know, circus, and just at that spot, everybody waits there. Eight o'clock. So we're all there, all waiting, waiting, waiting for Freddie. Freddie has." Always late, Freddie, even in training, always late. The new guy. just a And so we're still waiting, we're all there, and Saturday night, the old Arsenal team, Thierry Henry, started getting young because everybody, oh, Thierry, a picture, Thierry, yeah. <laughs> Thierry's just like, it's Freddie. You know, all waiting for Freddie. Half an hour later, we're still there waiting, and a massive limousine come. But like, I mean, massive, like about. 
could have fit about 20 people in there. Right. <laughs> Stop right in front of us, and we thought, hang on a minute, who's that? <laughs> Freddie opens the door. <laughs> Freddie comes out of a massive long limousine with a suit like he was getting married. <laughs> we were all like casual. Freddie comes out with his like, you know, Dicky bone thing, yeah. And then uh, and he got abused by everybody. <laughs> everybody just insulting him. But he was, that was Freddie, you know, always, always late, last one in training, and I hope he's changed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it weird seeing your old teammate like in the dugout bossing Arsenal? It is weird, yeah. It is weird because knowing what I know from him as a player, well, not as a player, but as a timekeeping and, you know. Don't worry, you'll bleep it out, Jeremy. Just say it. Yeah, it feels a bit weird. Have you called him for a job yet? You said, listen, come on, get me in. No, Invincible. I haven't, I haven't yet, nah. Ivan, listen, I wish him all the best. I really hope he, he works out for him. Do you reckon he'll be showing up to training every day in a limo? <laughs> <laughs> in a suit. Uh, right, I reckon we should... Uh, that's Jeremy, Jerry, you, by the way. Round of applause for Jeremy. Yeah. Thank you. Story. Anyway, um, we have got another guest that we're going to get out. And during the interview, I'm sure you guys uh, all saw him because you literally cannot miss him. He is a wrestler, a wrestling fan, a wrestling YouTuber, and a massive Arsenal fan. Simon Miller is here! Yeah, good to see you guys. How are we doing? We good? Simon. How are you doing? I can't reach all the way to Jeremy. How are you doing, Jeremy? Good. Don't lie, with those arms, mate, you can. Do you know what? I'm a bit disappointed you've come out with your top on. I thought you would like... Well, I did think... I often do come out of the podcast just naked, but I usually end up in jail, so I thought, no, I won't do that. Fair enough. Um, so we just start off with the first question. How does it feel to be on a panel uh, with someone who's clearly in better shape than you? <laughs> Me, yeah? Uh, I've been to the gym, and I? <laughs> it's an honour and a privilege. <laughs> Always. Right, actually, we're going to start off with this, because uh, it is Christmas, so... That's got me a present. Yeah, we've got you a gift. We've gone all out on this as well, and um, it says on my piece of paper here, I don't know whether to believe it or not, but it simply says, um, this is the nearest thing to a Simon Miller wrestling figure we could find. Oh, so, uh, if you want to whop it open... I like how I'm a parody of myself as well. Getting wrestling stuff. Yeah. He'll love it. It's true, and, I yeah, will. Yeah, I was about to say, he likes it. Uh, I haven't seen this yet, by the way, so I don't know what you've got. Could be anything. It could, it could be. I'm very intrigued, though. That same cheap wrapping paper that Lee Dixon had. <laughs> uh, it's a pop figure of Goldberg. Yeah! yeah. You may remember from, from the Attitude yeah. Era. With Miller written on it, which is actually, I quite like that. It's very nice. <laughs> no expense spared. I like that. will go on my shelf. Thank yeah. you very much. Um, right, I guess we should talk about Arsenal then, uh, before we talk any more about wrestling. But, I mean, where does the Arsenal love and the Arsenal connection come for you? It starts with Ian Wright. Of, uh, of all things. I mean, I was, obviously I was brought up in, in the area and stuff, but yeah, it was when you're sort of learning about football and you're sort of a kid and you're quite impressionable, I guess, and you just kind of watch football. We don't really understand about allegiances and, and clubs or anything. You just, you like playing football with your mates and then you find this incredible world of the Premier League. You're like, wait, what? what's this? And uh, despite my dad being a massive Luton Town fan, it's like, nah, dad. That's not happening. <laughs> Especially when I found out about what happened in 1988, I was like, Dad, no. Uh, but yeah, it was Ian Wright. It was just his flair, his personality, just the way he was. He obviously had that aggression to him as well, which as a kid is, is amazing to see. And then, yeah, when I found out he played for Arsenal, honestly, it was, like, uh, it was like a light switch going off. It was like, well, that guy, you know, I love him for whatever reason. He's just got something that's appealing to me. 
Yeah, I was, I was a gooner from that day on. To the point I used to, for every birthday or Christmas, I would tell my parents to get me any number eight merchandise. I've still got t-shirts at home, just with Ian Wright's face emblazoned on them and stuff. I'll never get rid of them. Righty, righty will love that as yeah. well. I mean, it, we, we all know his personality. He'll be absolutely loving that. And there's a few people in the, in the audience who are nodding when you mentioned Ian Wright, because I know so many people yeah. who support Arsenal because of Ian Wright. You do, you, you, get, you, get, you fall in love with the personality and the cult of certain players. Well, one thing we've never really talked about, Jeremy, uh, in terms of, like, obviously you're an Arsenal fan now and that's come from you playing for Arsenal. Did you support another team when you were in France before Arsenal? Was there I another team that you I loved? I supported Paris, because that's where, that's where I'm from, but as a, you know, team abroad, always, always been Arsenal, even as, as a kid, even before joining Arsenal, from the, the French connection, obviously, having Wenger, Petit, Vieira, it was always, uh, it was always the, the team that the French you know, used to support and, and love to watch. Did you know about Ian Wright when you were in France? I did, but he was not not the player compared to, to you guys, sorry, but he was not the player that, <laughs> you know, started make me love the club and like Arsenal, yeah. But it grows from there as well, doesn't it? Because Burkamp was in and, you know, yeah. all these other Petit and Vieira coming in. By that point, it's just like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm hooked. Yeah. Nothing else is happening. Um, right, we're short on time, so I'm conscious of that, but I want to I wanna go back to wrestling quickly because, uh, <laughs> You're, it, it, this man, right, it, it, it always fascinates me because he comes on Arsenal Nation Live, um, you know, which is the show that we do on a match day. And uh, the amount of people that message the show when they see him on there because they don't know he's an Arsenal fan and they know him from his wrestling stuff, it fascinates me. And also, your YouTube channel is getting so big and people care so much about it that I was watching AEW the other day and uh, you see people in the crowd asking for an up from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it means. Yeah, well, no, no, yeah. So, I mean, the quick one, just so people aren't completely baffled, is I have a show called Ups and Downs, because why wouldn't you call a review show Ups and Downs? I basically just go through wrestling shows, good bits getting up, bad bits getting down. It's just like low barrel stuff. <laughs> but yeah, who knows why these things catch on. And now, yeah, people bring signs to shows that say, Simon, Give me an up, and I right. always do. It's a real effortless way to get on my show, appeal to my ego. I <laughs> thought it meant something else that was quite rude. Uh, yeah. It's blue. It's blue. Blue. blue pills, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but clearly we're not going to go there. Uh, just quickly tell us about your trip to Korea, actually, and then we're gonna, we've are gonna got a quiz for you. South Korea. Yes, South Korea. Yeah, South Korea. No, I did, yeah. I got offered the chance to go wrestle in South Korea. And, uh, As you do. There's one big promotion out there. They said, Simon, do you want to come out and win our wrestling title? I was like, of course I do. Um, so yeah, I literally threw out uh, this classic resting. I flew out on a Thursday. Uh, I got there sort of Friday morning because of time differences. Had a day to acclimatise as much as you can. Wrestled on a Saturday, won a world title and flew back on Sunday. And it was genuinely one of the best things that I've ever done in my entire life. Uh, Korean fans are great because they're kind of like anyone that's familiar with wrestling. It's kind of different nowadays, a little bit more smart. People know what's going on. But back in the 80s, you just you cheered the good guys and you booed the bad guys. They're very much like that. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was ridiculous. Who ever thought, you know, when you tell me when I was a kid, when I was, a, again, massive Arsenal fan, these are my two first loves, was wrestling and Arsenal. If you had told me that one, in 2019, I was going to get to Korea and, and win a wrestling title and be on the same podcast as Lee Dixon, I would have said I'm having a good year. So, yeah, it's going all right. Wrestling and Arsenal, those are two things that I'd like to see put together. A There's bit. a big crossover with the Arsenal wrestling team. I mean, same Kolasinac, I mean, you wouldn't want to, you know, if you're talking wrestlers here, you wouldn't really want to he, come across him, would he you? He could suplex someone, definitely. <laughs> oh, massive. Simon Miller, guys, come on! <laughs> Right, uh, now we're going to get Jasper. Jasper from Camden, Wherry! Come on! Nice to meet you.
could see Jasper, mate, take a seat. I'm not being rude, so I'm in a really weird seat because I have to kind of have my back to you at one point. And no, they won't let me. They won't, they won't let me move. We need, we need to get the mic for Jasper. Just uh, send that mic down here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here it comes. Oh, I thought you were going to do it as well. No, no, we've all touched it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's like the Olympic yeah. torch. Uh, right, Jasper, uh, thank you for having us here. Well, thanks, for, thanks for coming. Um, it's it's a, an amazing place you've got here. And I, I don't know how much you spoke to Lee Dixon earlier on, uh, but Lee said, I didn't even know this was here. So Yeah, no, I've known Lee for a long time, eh? Like a long, long time. And it's a, uh, and you know, I've told him about down here, but we've never ever come here together. So no, it's nice to see him down here. Yeah, yeah, now you need to get him to, to, to be coming down here with all these celebrity mates that he mentioned earlier yeah, on. We'll try, I mean? love to try. Yeah, that'd be useful. Um, right, tell us your Arsenal story then. What's the Arsenal story for you, Jasper? Well, listen, I'm Australian, right? So I'm not from here, but I moved here when I was, I guess, late teens, so 19s, 20s. And my first boss was a big, big gooner, a guy called Johnny Diamond, who had two seasons. That is a great name. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, he's, a good, he's a good fellow, right? Is he a gangster? Yeah. I'm going to be honest, Nick. Yeah. I've gone by that alias in my own time as well. <laughs> that is a great name. Sorry to butt in, no, but no, I just no, had no. to. And he was, no, he's a, and he's a massive gooner. And he had two season tickets. You remember the old season tickets yeah. with the checkbooks and whatnot, right? Yeah, my uncle. And, uh, and he had two season tickets, one with his wife, and his wife got pregnant. And he was like, well, look, you know, you're Australian, you've never been, you love sports, so we've got to go together. And so I went down the Anvil Road, down to the turnstiles. There was that fellow who dressed as a clown, he used to take the money off you at the turnstiles there. And then his wife got pregnant, and, I, and he gave me a season ticket, right? So I've had a season ticket in there at the clock end, and then into the new Arsenal for, like, going on 20 years. I'm a massive sports fan, like, I've just been watching. And so I've been, you yeah, know, so luckily when I got here, I stumbled on 19, what was it, 1999, It was my first season at Arsenal, right? And it was incredible. Yeah, yeah exactly. Your yeah, years, yeah, yeah Dicko's years. Do you, do you remember the shirt hanging off yeah, there? Yeah, I do, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Floating yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. in yeah. the wind. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew nothing about football, eh? Nothing. No rules, nothing. But I just loved it. You know, I loved the atmosphere, the pace, the energy. Just, you know, the, the first time you walk up on those steps and you look out onto the pitch, it's just, yeah. So did, did you grow up uh, following Aussie rules or anything like that? What's the kind oh, everything, of... right? right? League, AFL, union, anything that moved, tennis, golf, anything you could get on television. So um, you've said you're a massive sports fan and you've been following Arsenal for a long time now. Um, describe to us how, what it means to now have your beer attached to Arsenal and actually in the stadium. Is that the best thing that you could have done outside of maybe playing for him yourself? Yeah, I mean, I think it was two things, right? It could have been the best thing or the worst thing, right? Because I used to go to football to get away from work. So, but yeah, it was a pretty proud moment the day we, you know, I could drink a football. I mean, listen, there's, you know, all these guys work here, or a lot of these guys over here work there. There's a lot of Arsenal fans at Camden, right? Lots of them. So yeah. for them to now be able to go down there and, you know, and drink great beer at a great stadium, yeah, watching great football, yeah, no, it was definitely a great moment. I was never going to play football, so it was definitely the best thing. Right, Jasper, listen, thank you so much for inviting us down here and letting us do the podcast here. It's amazing. The beer is great as well. And uh, make sure if you're in the stadium, you grab yourselves a, a pint of Camden. Oh, round of applause for Jasper. We're getting close to the end of, of, of uh, today's episode, but before we do, we've still got a couple more things that we need to do, and the first of which is a quiz against Johnny. So who fancies himself as, some, uh, as somebody who wants to come up and face Johnny in the quiz? Don't all rush. Guys, you should, no, you know, no, you you should all be about... putting your hands up there. <laughs> you, you know who you're going against him. Come on, bravery. They're all, they're all worried. Jeremy's slagging me off here. He's going, go on, anyone would do well against him. Nobody wants to go against Johnny. Is, is this where we're at? Is, it, is this really where we're at? All, I don't They're know. all chatting and, Which you know, one? Like, but come on, up you come, up you come. Take that, get, get down that in next, next to Jeremy. Right, what's your, what's your, what's your name? Uh, it's Ollie. Hi. All right, Ollie, uh, how are you? 
I feel like you were really pushed into this by your mates. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> no one wants to take on the big dog. Uh, no way, <laughs> big, big Arsenal fan, I'm guessing, Ollie. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I, I heard your quiz last week, and I couldn't. I still can't do the maths now. So which <laughs> one was it last week? I can't even remember. Yeah, I'm Is adding it, up one. Not the I've one got... with Robert Perez, where you're trying to work out the maths. The one that I won, I think you're fine. I don't it? know who won. No, I still don't know. That was in a pub in North London. Lovely that was. Makes one. sense. Yeah, with a with a with a legend, and you're sitting next to an Arsenal. Invincible, how's that feel? Uh, fantastic, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, how's it feel for you, Jez? <laughs> <laughs> I just can't wait for him to be joining because he's got to be too cocky lately. Right, OK, let's get on to the quiz. Um, right, what we've got okay. here is 19 players have scored over 100 goals for Arsenal. How many can you name and you have to bid? I don't know if you've seen that game show where they say, oh, I can do this many, or oh, I can do that many. Name them. You know what I mean? That name, yeah. that game show. So, how many do you want to bid first, Johnny? Because so I'll I'll start with one, right? Because I can go, I can increase, right? Because if he says two, then I can go, I'll go. Five, Let's go on forever. Yeah. 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 Say That's more than one. Say like four at least. Don't make the rules, Johnny. All right, I'll start with seven. Seven. It's got to be eight. <laughs> so you're going for eight, okay? Going for eight. Remember, you can make him name them if you, uh, if you don't. Go yeah, I'll, I'll go for nine. Come on then, Johnny. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. I feel like Johnny was bluffing. Right, I'm looking at the names on this list, right? I will be shocked if you can get... How many are we on? Eight or nine? Nine. Nine. Jo Johnny's on nine. Right. Hey, do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? You know when you go to an auction and you get swept up in the moment, right? <laughs> yeah? Oh, I'm nine. And now I'm starting to have to try and pay Stop. for that. He's delaying now. Right. So, Arsenal players that have scored 100 goals. Yeah, 19 of them and you... Claim... No, I said nine. No, it's oh, nine. Right. <laughs> there's, there's 19 of them and you've claimed that you can name nine. Right. Right. Let's go. Thierry on me. Correct. And we'll tell you how many and goals. And we're building. Uh, if you want. 228. Great. Sweating. Ian Wright. Yeah, 185. Classic okay. shirt and that. Uh, Theo Walcott. It's a good answer. Thank Fair. you. I knew 108. Yeah. Robin Van. Robin Van Persie's also there. That's, what's that, four? 132 he scored. And this is of all time, is it, yeah? I need to start ticking these off, brother. I'm going to forget. Is, it, is this of all time? <laughs> this is a, this is yeah of all time. Cliff, what do you think Bastin? it is? Yeah, he's there. 178. Oh, People didn't even think about that, did they? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, you're going to start struggling soon. Uh, then we're going to go with uh, <laughs> the player that scored all the goals. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. The, uh, there uh, he, I've done him right already, yeah, done him right. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> you're you're going to kick yourself. Um, there's a few here, yeah, mate. there's one there, easy, man. Yeah. Come on. There's a few here. Just, I'll give you a clue. Jeremy's not on the list. <laughs> right, OK. Easy. Um, <laughs> come on. Legend. Arsenal. Yeah, you... Like, like, Burkham. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You've given no, him that I'm, one. Come on. Nah. 120. <laughs> Um, no, Three more, mate. Uh, I'll go with. See, I was thinking about Pires, but I'm not going to put him on there. I'm not going to say Pires because okay. I think I remember it from the podcast. He said, he said less 78, didn't he? So uh, I'm going to go with. Uh, Come on, we need to put a time on. Do you know it's what? Too long. Alan Smith. Yeah. See this. Uh, yeah. 
He's on there. He's on there. Well, I'm gonna have 115. I'm going to start going with edges. Right, I'm chance. thinking about like Kevin Two Campbell more. and that. Like, but <laughs> Two um, more, Johnny, mate. Right, you're okay. missing one that I feel like you definitely will know. Uh, definitely. And then the others are a bit random, not going to lie. Uh, Liam Brady. How silent it's gone in here. I know. <laughs> it's incorrect! It's the oh, wrong answer! Are you kidding me? It's right, not! Guys, <laughs> I, didn't to, I didn't want to say Liam Brady. There's people in the audience going, Liam Brady, Liam Brady, Liam Brady. I wouldn't have said Liam Brady. He's not on the list. He's not on the list. I would have gone with, like, Kevin Campbell or someone like that. Was Kevin Campbell on there? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, you wouldn't have won anyway, which means you have won a prize! Feels good. <laughs> uh, make sure you see producer Liam uh, at the end. He'll have a prize for you. I'll just tell you a few of the names you could have said. You missed Olivier Giroud. Oh. The handsome French bloke. 105 goals he scored. Uh, and then some of the other names. I, I don't know if there's anyone who's a, a bit older than me that might know a few of these. But uh, <laughs> there's John Radford, Jimmy Brain, Ted Drake, Doug Lisham, Joe Hulm. David Jack. I mean, yeah, there's a few other names yeah. on there, you know. No, don't need to go any further. Um, Addy Bayall went on there, was he? Addy Bayall was not on right, there. Good, um, yeah, good. Uh, <laughs> round of applause for Thank our you. winner. <laughs> right, uh, that hearing does bring us to the end of uh, today's live podcast. Uh, can I first and foremost thank you, our audience, for being here? lovely actually doing a podcast in front of real people as opposed to as I've already mentioned um, in various different locations just looking at each other so uh, that's quite nice uh, can we get a round of applause for Lee Dixon uh, and also Simon Miller who came on our wrestling expert and remember uh, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast I know there's a few of you in this room who haven't subscribed to the podcast, make sure you do. We do all this stupidness um, every week on the pods. Yeah, and we do have one more episode in the series as well at this point, so make sure you... It's kind of a bit of a Christmas one, because we're round about Christmas at that point. So, yeah, listen in next week, because it's going to be a bit of a Christmas roundup over all the fun that we've had over the series. Yeah. Also, like Nick says, do subscribe, do like the podcast, and tell your friends, because that's how this stuff gets made. Yeah. Word of mouth. All right. Thank you very much, guys. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. Arsenal Nation. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.